Yeah. So, <laughs> you Welcome know what? Back. Woody's back. Yes. Well, I never left. Yeah, you did. Didn't you go somewhere? I left the contract. I didn't leave the show. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of guy yes. you are. Nice. Stick around, man. Wherever Snow, I go, sleep. the show. Yeah. In London. Show must go you. on. Are you back in North Carolina? Yeah, I sure am. Got back um, almost a week ago now, Thursday afternoon. What's the state motto for North Carolina? We Good party? question. <laughs> we party. Now, that's Florida. That's KD. No, um, Capacig. Yeah. Smoke a cigarette. That's our that's our state motto. Our tobacco's toasted. <laughs> Seriously. See, this is where we need staff. You know what I mean? Well, ask, ask your girl. Ask the, oh, yeah. your staff assistant. Hey, hey, Alexa, volume 10. Alexa, what is the state motto for North Carolina? S.E. Quam Legere figures they'd go Latin on us in North Carolina. Yeah. Just you know what's be... funny is I have, I just realized I have one of those uh, puzzle maps behind me with all the stuff in North Carolina we had the kids do years ago. And I, the light shining on it. I can't read the, uh, I will tell you the state bird is a cardinal, though. I do remember that. Really? Yeah. Isn't the cardinal very... also a representative of, of dead family members? Wow. That took a turn. Um, not no, really sure. I mean, everyone I've ever, well, not everyone, but a lot of people I meet, well, like a mom or dad or somebody will die. And then when the cardinals show up, they start freaking out. I'm like, you know, it's a bird. I don't know. I would think more like a raven would be more about death. But uh, so um, I'm looking at you. Did I just wake you up or something? No, <laughs> no, I don't mind telling you. I'm, I'm coaching again. Yeah, I know that. Uh, you told us last time. Yeah, and um, what's that got to do with looking like I just woke you up? No, I just got a t-shirt on. I'm um, I'm tired a little bit. Um, Blowing the whistle. I had, a I had a bad day today. Um, well, let's help you with that. Yeah, let's help. We're thinking about changing. Well, I'm thinking about changing the name because I don't think it sucks. It just we can help listeners. Please weigh in. Take a moment. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your maybe what you think the show should be called. Yeah, I don't want to go AI on us. I was just thinking Dave and Woody. You know what it reminds me of, uh, but I don't know which one of us is terminal. But did you ever read uh, Tuesdays with Maury? I uh, barely wrote any. It wrote wrote read any books. That's right, because yeah. your dad's an author and he hates the fact right. that you don't. And I read. refuse to read. And, yeah. So, okay. um, anyway, so this week was, uh, today was, uh, was disappointing. My students, um, did not exceed my expectations. Let's put it that way. In, in football or in class? In class. Okay. I don't want to get into too many details cause I'll probably start name names. Come on. Yeah. Those little turds. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just, I can't remember being this age, you know, and I just, I was probably an angel. I'm sure I was, but, um, I, I just, there's such a difference now, Woody. It's, it's really, I'm, I'm sad for the future of our nation. Well, the disrespect is at an all time high. 
it, it's so there's no personal accountability. I don't want to make this a Debbie Downer show, but too late. Yeah, I don't drink anymore, and that's that doesn't solve the problem. What do you mean you don't drink anymore? You just told me like two weeks ago you were having a thing scotch. Well, but I mean like drink. you don't drink heavy anymore. Well, I'm kind of heavy. I'm a little heavier than most people. <laughs> No, I, I told my son the other day, he thought, he goes, you know, what, what is drinking too much? I said, well, I only drink to forget. So I don't think that's <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I bought in years, a hundred years ago, I bought into that. Hey, I've had a bad day at work today. So I need a couple belts. Today would have been a day that I would have had a couple belts, which would have probably right. led to a 1.75, a handle. But I don't, I don't do that anymore because I, what I realized was, well, I don't really remember, but I realized that it didn't solve anything. So maybe that's how we can help that, you know, oh, work, felt good though. work through your problem. I don't know. I can't remember if it felt good or not. I'm now, not I've sure. never, I've never had a bad day and felt I need a drink. I say it because it's a common yeah. saying, but uh, generally speaking, that's, I like uh, my, my uh, go-to is sports and drinking. I, I love watching sports and having a drink. We had a couple of belts this weekend. Um, since I'm not drinking, um, yeah, a friend, fam, a friends of ours, couples friend, my wife and my youngest daughter years ago went to Costa Rica for a mission trip. Down at, it's a six right. eight ministry, six eight ministry. That's days. the only real reason to go to Costa Rica. Well. So they went down there and did this thing, and the group is six eight ministries, and so. The, they're from the area. I think one or two of them are, but they do this really cool fundraiser. They do bourbon tasting. Oh. Uh, I think one of the guys was a CIA agent. I don't know. He was some sort of federal agent and, um, they, uh, they auction and raffle off guns, you know, um, shotgun wow, only in Florida. Yeah. Only in Florida. <laughs> and then, and then they do, um, something else. So they had this, we were out on the St. John's river this past weekend with another couple's friend, the, the wife and my, and my wife went down to Costa Rica together. And so, um, the husband and I were sampling bourbon. Well, you know, you don't get hammered. They have these little plastic cups and you, you, yeah. drink, you drink premium bourbon that you wouldn't probably buy. I could, I could do, I, I could get down with that kind of fundraiser. Yeah. I think it's very effective. That barbecue, a uh, very nice barbecue. And, um, bourbon and guns. did you buy any bourbon um we put in we put two hundred dollars in the 50 50 raffle and the and the raffle made it to 900 bucks we didn't win it though yeah if we had my wife would have given it all away which, which is half you know six half dozen the other right do you remember yeah. any of the bourbons you tried yeah i had some um barrel i think it's called well i got pictures of it you yeah. know so then yeah, like, well, I'll podcast. find the pictures. Yeah. So, yeah, well, so, and then after that, we went to a place here in, in Fleming Island called, um, Porks and Barrels. So you can probably disseminate what's going on there. Um, so, okay. So here's a video they had, um, okay. Video. How do I make this thing turn? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. We're getting somewhere. All right. Um, Oh, crap. Okay, down. So you were on a boat? Hold on. You Russell's. On no, it was on land. Four Roses, oh. Blue Run, Barrel, Barrel Bourbon, 
which is cast strength. Camulet, that was really good. Another barrel cast strength and something else. Uh, you What's know, they barrel were cask strength. Cask 100. Strength. Well, no, it's about 130. But it, it's it's they don't they don't cut it. It's they open the barrel and yeah, and just take it as is. Huh? Yeah, they don't dilute it with water. Or I couldn't drink that. Well, you don't drink it. You um, and sip. It's not the right word. You. It's hot. I mean, it's peppery hot. It's like it's hot. It's tasty though. You don't you don't need much, and you're on your way. It's really good though. Anyway, so that's what we did this, this past weekend, and it was joyful um in for a good cause and we had a good time it was good seeing this couple friends of ours what'd you do this weekend did you fly when did you fly home i just told you thursday um and then oh you know what uh a friend a friend of mine um hooked us up with a um one of the suites at the uh stadium here and uh watched the uh, charlotte soccer team defeat the new york team that's in MLS soccer. Multiple sclerosis? Muscular dystrophy? What? what are we talking about? You said, oh, it's MDS. ML, what's that? Major League Spot Soccer? Oh, Major League Soccer. Yeah. I'm like, what are you even trying to? I, I'm very confused. Okay. Isn't so, yeah. Commun- so talk about communism? drinking. There was, yeah, free beer and you like uh, food. I, I enjoy, you know, all my kids played and I helped coach. So I learned a lot about it. Um, I, you know, I used to have to drive my kids to practice, obviously, when they're youths. And um, I hated just sitting in the parking lot. So I would always volunteer to be the assistant coach, um, which, you know, it's basically just keeping the kid when they're young, you're keeping them in line and all that kind of stuff. But when they got into high school and stuff, it was more about you know, manage, I would manage the substitutions and stuff because you have unlimited substitutions in recreational soccer. And so we could, you know, every time the coach would tell them something, they get the midfield to get check in. They're like, I don't know where I'm doing. And so I'd have to, you know, Holler. tell them what they're supposed to, yeah, what they're supposed to be playing, make sure they call out, just kind of manage that part of the game for the coach. So he didn't have to deal with that kind of stuff when he's trying to figure out what he wants to do from a yeah, strategy standpoint. Yeah. Did it make any difference? Probably not. No, not at I'm all. Not, I'm, not speaking, like I'm not. I'm not condemning your ability or lack thereof. I'm just saying it's a game where I don't get it. He he was very strategic, but the you know you're dealing with uh, for one, it's a rec team, right? So you two practices a week, you know, an hour each. So you get two hour practice, two hours worth of practices a week. You're not going to be able to implement any kind of great strategies, right? And and because it's rec, yeah, and and because it's rec, you, you got to make sure everybody plays. So, his strategy was if you were a weak player, he'd put you on offense, because a team will just light you up if you put them on deep. If you put bad players on defense, oh. so that was his strategy. We won the championship one year um, with my son. That's cool. Um, yeah, so you know it was fun. I did it for a number of years. My son didn't play this spring. He elected to play um, flag football instead. So I didn't get the coach in his final season as a uh, recreational player because he's off to college next year. Well, there you go. All right, that's a show. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, I think hey, we're done now. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, I don't know. I'm in the midst of spring spring football, and it's. Um, 
went by fast. We have a, we have a jamboree tomorrow night. Big game. We're playing two quarters, two different teams, um, from various sides of the county. We probably have the biggest offensive line in the district, in the county, in the district. Monsters. These kids look like they could be Division two college teams. They're they're big kids. I, I had a. I don't even know. It was zero relationship. My grandmother remarried. She was living in Florida at the time. Oh, you, you've got to be familiar with the Palatka area, right? Yeah, that's my wife works there. We, we're in Palatka often. Okay. Well, they, so my step grandfather's grandchildren um, lived in Palatka and, and on a farm and all that stuff. And the, the, the eldest son was so large that he was not allowed to play peewee football because he was hurting kids when he fell on them. <laughs> That's how big this kid was. Has he been to a lot of mental counseling, mental health counseling? Or? Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, uh, you know, I, it was funny. It was him and his, there was five kids. I can't remember. Five what? kids. Yeah, three, yeah you- three boys and a girl. And uh, I was the uh, dog toy when I'd go over, if I was over there, you know, like for Christmas or something, good gracious, they would just beat us. Not, not, but in a, you know, I was having fun with them and stuff. It wasn't like it was, they were being mean or anything, but geez, they they would just manhandle this 80 pound kid, you know? So So this this guy's an adult now. Oh, by, yes. Older than me, I assume. Is, Is he alive? Or was he like that big dog syndrome? He died. Um, I assume he still is. Yes. Um, I, I occasionally I talk to some family members who still have some run-ins with them. So uh, I haven't heard that he has passed. But uh, yeah, not terribly close to that side of the family. But uh, maybe after the show, you. you can send me a chat message and tell me if we remember his name or something. Oh, um, I know his name and the family, so I'll have to let well, you know. Send, but, uh, send me a chat and I'll look it up. Maybe I know him. All right. Anyway, um, all right, you're clicking on. So, what are you doing? Oh, sorry. It's a, uh, it's the prototypical. If you get a 3D printer, no, nope, your your microphone's gone haywire. Getting a lot of static. It. Static. Can you hear it? Yeah. Better? Yeah. I don't know. You can tell me. No. No good. Can't hear you at all now. <laughs> this is Dave and Woody. Welcome to the show. We're having a grand old time. This is me stretching the time and waiting for Woody to figure out what the heck he's doing on his side. I think I got it now. Uh, that sounds better. Okay. Get some static clean going on over there. I I don't know what happened, what I did, but uh, I'll try not to move anymore. I it, it's not this microphone anymore. I unplugged it. So. I can tell. Well, we're running on a shoestring budget, folks, and we don't care because. <laughs> I mean, if we split what we've made so far, I I could not buy anything 35 cents but we don't do it for the money we had this conversation some time ago yes this episode this show is monetized and when i say monetized i mean monetized (laughs) it generates revenue 
Yeah. So you might have heard an ad roll. They call them a pre-roll and a post-roll. That's 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 the jargon in the biz. Uh, have you heard some of the commercials? I, there was sweet corn was a big Florida corn was big a couple weeks ago. I told you I got a uh, gentleman's club when I. That's not supposed to be happening. We need to call management about that. We well, this is a family <laughs> yeah. show. Uh, hey, however I can get my money, I'll, I'll take it. You know. Yeah, I know you're a sellout. But anyway, this is episode ten. Did you know that we're we're in it for ten weeks right now? And I've said this before. The network, the bosses called this week and said, in fact, your numbers suck, guys. So you you need to do something to keep the audience entertained. So for those that are you are listening, I'm I'm not wearing any pants. That'll drive them away, I would think. No, I'm kidding about the pants. Are you? Because I can't tell. I'm wearing shorts. They're not pants. All right. See, that's how, how we got around that. Hey, anyway, listen, well, I'm, I, I, I do want to, I, I just looked at something on my notes and I, I need to cover it this week. You know, um, last week we were talking about time in London I, and I, I discussed their urinals that I, uh, well, one other set of urinal. I know it was a urinal trip. Wait, it, it gets better. the wedge. We'll call that the one wedge. wedge. Yes. The urinal has a wedge in the middle, so it doesn't splash back. So, uh, my daughter's graduation just happened to be in Royal Albert hall. Yeah, Are you familiar? Been yeah. yeah been Incredible place. I yeah. never would have known. And uh, unless I'd been inside to, to know what that was like, um, a couple things, and I'll circle back to them. But we were on the uh, the loge, I guess it's called, level, and that's where you got like the old timey theater box, and there's like only five seats in it, kind oh. of thing. Yeah. So um, I was absolutely fascinated by that. But at one point, I had to use the restroom there, and of course, and I walk in, and I was actually confused um on what to do yeah you're looking at me funny because i think i in my short time in london i experienced urinals of the future and urinals of the of the very past uh very far deep past i guess i don't know anyhow it there was just this wall a porcelain wall basically with little dividers down the road, you know, obviously partitioning each urinal off. I mean, it was nothing to protect your privacy. Like at a sports arena where you pull up the big tub? Yeah, yeah, like a vat along there, but it was just a wall of porcelain. And and thankfully, no one was in the room with me. But uh, so... (laughs) There was, yeah, because I was like, uh, I don't know what, you know, how do you be like, well, obviously you're an American. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, it would have been helpful to have someone in there, maybe, because then I could have followed by example. From the uh, looks of it, looks like you're an American. It's on my own. So, and and this wall of porcelain is just tilted back, maybe like three degrees, right? And and I'm like, what's that? Splash factor yes well that's where i'm going with this right because we talked about the wedge prevents the splash and so there's like a little step in front of this thing you have to step up on and as i step i know i step up on this thing there's a little like sprinkler head at the very top that starts gushing when i stepped up and i jumped off the stand because i was like holy crap i'm doing this wrong it's gonna get all over me but i guess the idea is it floods the porcelain with a coat of water to to establish you know because the tense uh, tensile strength of water or the the um 
what do they call it? Surface the, tension the of water is extremely Yes, well, it's extremely high, so the porcelain keeps this water film on it, and then it doesn't splash back. But as we discussed last last week, any any young child with a strong prostate um, would have nailed this wall and totally covered themselves with their own backsplash but uh, what, what was uh, it at that moment when you looked to the left and the guy was washing his hands in it and you went, <laughs> and he went all right mate you're you're, you're whizzing in the sink there mate <laughs> oh i'm sorry well like i said thankfully never no one ever walked in on me while i was in there wave it so. around a bit mate <laughs> yeah then i turned around and there's a urinal behind me i'm like oh <laughs> Oh, my mistake. <laughs> my Who would have thought that was a, a wash basin? Well, my bad. And the, the, the yeah. guy next to you is leaning over, sipping out of it. It's a water fountain. <laughs> yeah, it's a water like, fountain. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so, um, but uh, back to, back. have you ever heard that term, loge, L-O-G-E? Am I even pronouncing it correctly? Um. I know there's a luge that you ride down in the wintertime. Yeah, no, it, oh, Loogie, there's Loogie. Did you ever go to the theater, Dave? Okay, hold on. Do we have to look this up? L O G E. Is it in the urinal? This is part of the urinal thing, or that's the no, dentist, no, 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 no. I'm, okay. I'm done with the urinal thing. I, this is I, Prince Albert Hall. Yeah, and in a in a theater, there's the loge level. Or okay, hold hold on, hold on. You sure it's not lounge? Yeah, the L O G E. I know how to spell. Okay. Hold on. So load seating. Let's see what that is. It's box. It means box. Okay. Well, the odd part. I, I, okay. So I feel a little small, bit better because small partitioned area, a separate forward section of the theater, the theater mezzanine or balcony. All right. Well, this is going to make it even weird. The first time I ever ran into that word. Um, I was going to New York City and and I want to take my I'm a Mets fan and I want to take my wife to I figured hey we're in the city I'm, we'll go to a Mets game she can this is before they moved to City Field it was still in that old rickety stadium Shea and I went on to buy tickets and it said you know loge level and I'm like I I never heard of that in my life and here I'm going to a baseball game in Shea Stadium they're trying to dress up the name of the you know, it used to be first year, second year, third year, upper deck, whatever, you know, right. but loge. So I was confused by that. Yeah, here's seating at Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. yeah I so think I was at the loge level. Okay. Well, how was the view? Pretty good. Um, I was in the second row, and I, I'm hoping this person's not listening to the show, but the, the gentleman and and his son were sitting in front of us in the box. So it's just four of us in this box. And uh, I, I conferred with my wife after the show. There was no way I was doing it door, during the show. But uh, I thought I look, he had tattoos all over him. And he, it might have been Pablo Escobar. I, I'm not sure. Was it a gang but, member uh, from Mexico? What's that group called? I... It, it, they were not tribal tattoos, but they were very, you know, like the uh, the eyelids were tattooed, and they uh, had like one of those silver suits with um, snakeskin okay. boots yeah. on. 
uh, right out of the movie, uh, movie, the show Breaking Bad, you know, just, I mean, to a T. And uh, so I was very, very taken by that. And I, I, we were in the same, so, you know, they break it up into different graduations throughout the day because there's so many. And my daughter was paired with the medical uh, graduates. Right. And I'm, all I could think of is his son or daughter was in the uh, chemistry, getting sure. a doctorate in chemistry. Bomb, bomb making. <laughs> well, not bomb making. <laughs> so dark. There's more money in, um, in drugs than there is in bombs. But did you uh, mention, yeah, so did did you mention that you were a co-host in an international podcast? <laughs> no, I was not. I was friendly to the gentleman, but there was no way I was going to start a conversation with him. I was afraid somehow I would be given a package to deliver uh, later on that friend? evening. No, no, he, he. I couldn't tell his nationality. That's why at first I was thinking the tattoos were tribal, but then as I got to see them longer and hear him speak and things like that, it, uh, I would some sort of spanish descent hmm. so but uh, definitely mm-hmm. if he wasn't in drugs he was at one point in time gotcha well we're, we have it, some interesting strange fellows uh, you know between your cartel involvement in london and yeah my, my uh south china sea involvement at walmart we're, we're oh with the Koreans, we're worldly yeah. people yeah, getting known. I mean, we're not really hanging with the right people. Maybe we should find different people. Well, the I the gentleman who got the you know how they always give a um, a doctorate honorary doctorate to somebody. Sure. Yeah. Well, the uh, co-founder of Moderna and the mRNA vaccine was given the uh, oh, well deserved doctorate. Yes. Yes, it was. He was did a have, pretty impressive have- guy. Did he have a pulmonary my, myocardial event right on the stage? From what? Are you implying something, yeah. Dave? Yeah. Did he have yeah. a heart attack? Did he have? No. Did he his heart enlarge on the on stage? Get out of here! Isn't that what does it? That stuff? No. No, I thought it was. That's the word I got. No. Okay. Yeah. Will you Google that? No, I'm not trying to make a, a statement. I, I just thought that was what everybody thought that was the way it went. <laughs> not that I, I remember. Not. No, I, it, it okay. took me off a little bit there. But uh, I was pretty impressed with the guy. He went to like MIT and he countless awards from presidents. And Did people stand and applaud? He, yes. At some point we did, yeah. Okay. I feel like that was the most well, boring story boring. I've ever told. No, I don't know if it's boring. I think you've, you've kind of seen the universe. Now that I know that's a hot button for you, I won't go there again. Wow. Well, I didn't want to go down the whole... Um, you, you, I didn't have to... We didn't have to make it. I'm just reporting the news that I had heard. It's not news. It's fake news. Oh. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um. So much for freedom of speech on the podcast. Yeah, you could say anything you want. Like the receiver goes down. Screw <laughs> you, man. You're going to get us taken off of Spotify. I don't think so. You have to have listeners first. That's, okay. a, that's the first line of, of defense. Yeah. <laughs> it's a requirement. How can, take, how can you take us down if nobody's listening? <laughs> well, we are. 
the people. The AI is listening and hears you spout one of those conspiracy theories. All right. I don't know. I don't know that we have a great format tonight. This seems to be a theme. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that should be the show name, Unprepared. Unprepared with David Woody. We're not good Boy Scouts. No. I, I actually wasn't a good Boy Scout. I made it to Scout, I think, or Tenderfoot. Did you, were you in Scouts? Yeah, briefly myself. I never made it to Boy Scouts. You were probably a Cub Scout, right? No, I was I was a full-fledged, upright, walking Boy Scout. I didn't do the Cubs or the Weeblo. I did the Cub Scouts and you know, Wolf and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Weeblo, a, yeah, yeah. I was a Scout. My Scoutmaster was a, a bastard of a guy, though. He was a... Um, he always wanted to be a, a banker and no, I always wanted to be a colonel in some armed forces and he never made it. And so we became his um, whipping post for. Did he like to take you guys individually out in the woods? No, because I know where this story is going. <laughs> You've you've shut that memory off. Is what you're saying? Well, now it's back. <laughs> so much for all the counseling; it's gone for nothing. Um, right. No, he you was know. just he was just big on uniform inspection, brass on brass. I do have nightmares about brass on brass. What's that mean? That's when you have your belt inspected. The end of your belt is a brass little, you know, the fabric right. belt grommet or whatever yeah, yeah and then the the buckle is brass so you can't have like too much rope hanging out you got to have the brass on brass i don't know he said it a lot i really I, at, after about an hour of it i i just glazed over and went yeah okay <laughs> i got your brass here right here buddy do when do we get to making some peach cobbler and going camping again because this is not fun yeah yeah my son went all the way through cub scouts and then got into boy scouts and uh, lasted eight months they all say oh it's not a huge time commitment but we do require you to go one weekend a month i'm like what is this the military you know you gotta go hiking (laughs) yeah once a month and i'm like this is ridiculous and and then you know once a week at meetings and fundraisers and i'm like all right that's enough of that are you familiar what do you think i don't uh, we'll tread lightly but what do you think about the boy scouts now have girls in it I'm against it. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Woody. You're still with Yeah, me. I mean, it, there's enough. You, I mean, what, are why, what are Girl Scouts? Well, yeah, I, I don't know. And that was happening right as it wasn't why we left by any means. But uh, that was just happening uh, when my son was in the Boy Scouts and someone was bringing in their girls because their son was already in the Boy Scouts and I think it was more to prove a point than it was to really partake in the Boy Scout way. I don't know. My, you know, I have two daughters as well, and they went through Girl Scouts all the way through high school and everything and, and had, a, had a great time. I think there's, and, and maybe it's sexist, I don't know, but there's things, if you want to grow as a person, I think it's good to be around people of your own ilk to some degree, right? Your own, you know, so you can live and learn with them a little bit and, and not, uh, you know, be subject to other outside influence and stuff. And it makes it sound like I believe in the KKK. No, I don't. 
you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> no, from a, there. Well, I said, you know, you should be around your own people, you know, and I'm like, that's not really. I thought you meant Italians. Yeah, yeah, well, Italian Americans or whatever. Yeah, no, and, and so I'm trying to figure out a, a better way to say it. a no, young I, man I should you, be able to be with other young men and, oh. and learn, and young women should be with other young women to learn some things. And then there's times to co-mingle as well, right? But there should be that opportunity to, you know, not have the influences of the of the other sex around when you're, you know, the What's yeah, the word I'm looking for? I'm really struggling with that. I don't know. Oh, I'll help you. Uh, you can ponder it while I'm, I'm talking for a moment. I don't really look at it from the standpoint of, um, I mean, to your point, I think you've made a good point, even though you couldn't muster the word, but I, I understand what you're trying to say. But I just say, I look at it from a redundancy standpoint. I mean, Girl Scouts wear green uniforms, right? So do Boy Scouts. They, they wear stuff so they can go in the woods and camp. My, my daughters were Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts got cookies. That's a good thing. Yeah, they do. Um, Boy Scouts get popcorn and lame stuff like that. Uh, well, wait a second. Way overpriced Price popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, and it's yeah. lame. But yeah. we get pocket knives, and we get to cut each other and hurt people. Um, and like then lose our, peg. lose our Yeah, mommy peg and lose our tote and chip badge. I lost my mouth four times. <laughs> You can't your what, bitch? Toten chip. Toten chip. Was that your uh, chip to be allowed to carry you? No, it was a, it was a, it's an, it's an official Boy Scout thing. Alexa, what is Toten chip badge? Yeah, it was helpful, Dave. That's not even close. Alexa, shut up. All right. <laughs> um, she I can tell you this. My, I don't my want her in my Boy Scout troop. <laughs> my brother joined the Boy Scouts. Yeah, so what age do you join the Boy Scouts? 12, maybe-ish? You get into Boy Scouts? Anyhow, he was allowed to go out, and my my dad bought him a, a pocket knife, right, that he, yeah. he could use in, in Boy Scouts. And he was given strict, strict, you know, warning that it wasn't a toy or something like that. And I would say not even within two hours of being home with that thing, he threatened me with, with it. And of course I ran downstairs. Dad! <laughs> yeah, you know, he didn't have that pocket knife after two hours. I thought it was it one home. word. It's actually two words. It's, it's toting, T-O-T-I-N, toting chip, T-O-T-I-N-C-H-I-P. It's the grants a scout the right to carry and use wood woods tools. Who can earn this? Earned by scouts, BSA youth members, purchased in scout shops by troop, emblem worn on the right pocket as a temporary patch, pocket card to be carried. I think I have my pocket card somewhere. Um, this certification grants a scout the right to carry and use woods tools. The scout must show their scout leader or someone designated by their leader that the scout understands responsibility to do the following, not to threaten his brother, read and understand woods tools, use and safety rules from scouts, BSA handbook, demonstrate proper handling care and use of the pocket knife, ax and saw. So we had this thing in order to get your totem chip badge, you had to go to this camp, um, camp Lenoche is where I went. And you had a series of competitions. You had to f start a fire with flint and steel 
So he had to get some steel wool and a flint and, and Sam, whatever his name was, cut his finger off almost doing that. And so we had, hey, to, yeah, we had to hide it because he was our leader. And so he got the totem chip badge, but the, the front end of his index finger was, was hanging off. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know we covered all the blood up i was but, gonna say wasn't there a considerable amount of blood so we, <laughs> it's the so ashes we, we, we field sewed it back on uh that was probably how we got the badge but anyway that's how you get your first aid badge yeah yeah you had to whittle a stick or something then you had to sharpen a knife and an axe and then you had to f- start a fire with flint and steel and then you had to run with scissors i think it was i don't know it was something after that <laughs> But you got a little, you got like a business card that you stuck in your wall and says, "Hey, I'm licensed. Get out of my way. I'm, I'm, I'm carrying." So, but now, just think of where the times come. Now you can carry a gun around concealed and not even have a permit. We love Florida, by the way. <laughs> we want the we want the true constitutional carry. We're not the, yeah. That's constitutional, concealed constitutional. We want we want the wild wild west. We want yes. you know whatever that song is yeah that's the one we want yeah um, all right we've got teachers i think not i don't think it's in florida somewhere there's teachers that are packing i don't think I'd yeah, that's good. it's I don't only want... gonna end in one way you know it's just it there's only one way that's gonna go but i'm gonna we'll go let on the record I, I i'm gonna go on the record set and say i don't want to carry I don't, I would prefer not to carry in my classroom. That would be a, a, an indicator. Yes. Well, I, I just, I'm afraid I'll use it. <laughs> <laughs> like today. <laughs> well, I mean, at least brandish it, you know, maybe <laughs> round off a couple just... rounds into the floor. <laughs> I, I said, sit down. <laughs> if I tell you, we're going right past referral buddy to leg wound. <laughs> Just a just a minor flesh wound. Yeah. How, how attached are you to those fingers? I'm thinking about <laughs> discarding one of them. No, I can't say that. Online. That's totally a. Uh, I know, but well, that's comedy, right? You're, yeah. You're, well, you're I don't know. Pushing. Today, today's comedy. Somebody gets offended. I'm sure. Yeah. Well. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to carry one in the classroom. Not not that I'm afraid of the weapon. I'm not. I just don't. We have people that carry them on campus. We have guardians. And we have a police officer that's on campus. It's funny. He carries a AR-15 and a sidearm. So when he comes in in the morning, he's got his AR-15, goes and puts it out. He puts it in a lock safe. A lot of good that's going to do him. You know what I mean? He goes, hey, hey, hold on, Mr. Gunman. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've always said. People say they want, you know, they want the principal or whatever to have a gun. I'm like, all right, so let's yeah. walk through this Don't scenario. anybody start shooting yet. I'll be yeah, back right. in a minute. First, I got to get the key from the third person who has the key to the other key, and yeah. then I can get to the safe, and then I need the key to get the ammunition. You know, it's yeah. like it, it's not going to work. And everybody thinks it's a Rambo, right? You're going to do a shoulder roll down the hallway and pick this guy off without flying, <laughs> taking out six children with him. Uh, someone asked so. me about it the other day, and they said, "What would you do, Mister Theus?" I said, "Well, he's got a big enough target to shoot, whatever whoever it is, right." but he better get me the first time. Cause I'm taking him out. Yeah. That's kind of, I do think that. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, I, I hope I'm never presented with that scenario know. in life. Crazy but, world uh, that we live in. Yeah. Yeah. Now so. we're talking about it and it'll happen. 
That'd be great. That'll make my it, whole week. It, well, it just happened twice last week. So, you know, what know. are you going to do? Better parenting. You feel like you've done a pretty good job with your kids? I mean, yeah, graduating yeah. from uh, school in London, that can't be that bad. But I mean, are no, your kids I, responsible? It, are they are they courteous to, and respectful to fellow adults and stuff? Yes, they may not be courteous and respectful to me, but uh, at all times, I, they have, I call it a sense of humor. I think it's my sarcasm. Um, they unfortunately, all three of them kind of got it from me. And it doesn't help my wife is that way as well. So, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm the one who is always, it's always a joke to me, right? And so they're the kind of same way. So I kind of live with that. But yes, to your point, I've always noticed they're very respectful of other people's homes and with other people's property. And they've done well in school um, and, you know, understand the importance of an education and things of that nature. So, yeah, I'm pretty proud of my three kids. Good. I'm proud of you and for them. I just, it just... I don't know. I agree with you. Well, the the problem I see is I don't I don't have context of where these guys. I've you know I'm not a teacher by trade. I'm a teacher by service, and I I feel like I'm answering a calling in this time of need for our state. We our teachers are leaving by the droves. I mean, today was a good day. I could say, hey, today's a good day to leave. I get it. You know, I'm like, hey, I'm clocking out. Good goodbye. But I'm not a quitter, so I'm well. Not it's not like quit. you're losing a lot of money if you quit. That's that's the first problem. Well, right? it's, I don't do it for the money. I mean, the, I mean, yeah, they're paying me, and and I'm glad I'm getting paid because the I'm not spending money. You know what I mean? So we've kind of put a a, a stop to the bleeding by my, by me working, which is fine. And God's provided that, and I'm all over it. But I get it. I mean, it's tough. It, it's tough. I don't want to make this as another show, but I mean, um, today was one of those days where I had a firsthand experience with, I, I get it, you know, by no means am I a quitter and I've, and I've had to put out bigger fires in my career, but it's a, it's a battleground Yeah, for our education as a nation. It is a battleground public education. And I'm not sure we're winning it, which is, no, we're not. I, it, there's a lot, of, you know, we, we've, it's one of these situations where we let the few dictate the rules and, you know, everybody, we got to stop listening to everybody and just get back to core education. I mean, people, we, people are leaving without even any kind of financial understanding. You know, elementary school used to be about learning life lessons, right? You know, yeah. it, communicating, being able to do math, you know, and there was a little, you know, you could learn music and things of that nature, but you learned to balance a checkbook if people even still know what that is. You learned how to fit into society. And we've turned that into now you have to be the most, you got to be doing calculus by fourth grade. You know, so we're going to get rid of music. We're going to get rid of the arts. We're going to get rid of anything that isn't math or English. And uh, I think that really curates and hardens the kids. You know, the they don't want to go to was, school. The whole thought was that we had to keep up with the Chinese. And, uh, and, right. I don't, and I'm not even sure the plan they deployed for that is we're going backwards. Yes, definitely. Um, 
for all the so-called effort to to put things in stem and um it's not working it's not working at all I, I, i'll I tell like, people all the time 80 percent of your education's at home well i've i've as a parent and someone who's put to now adult women through school uh, my wife and i agreed early on that we're we're i think i i would say as important if not more i know the answer we're more important to their educational foundation because they're our children and, and we have a responsibility yeah, we're going to drop them off at school, but it's our responsibility to make sure that they're getting the things at school and, and teaching them at home. Uh, I think here's the, and I don't want to go down this road too far, but I will, I'll say this. And I'm looking in the mirror because I, I now see where I'm guilty of. And that is as soon as my kids graduated, I said, okay, we're done. And let's move on. I've done my part. I continue to pay property tax, which pays for the school systems and that sort of stuff. But I don't have to be a part of the school anymore because my kids are gone. And and there's some truth to that. But the reality is we've left we we've unmanned the store, and the the folks that are that are mess, making a muck, muck of this thing are running the, running the office. They're running the ship, and so there's no accountability back at the at the the little red schoolhouse anymore and whoever's running it is destroying it and so a lot of problems uh, i i see things through a businessman's eyes it's the same thing that screws with business it's bureaucracy compliance mm -hmm. big time if you want if you want money from the federal government guess what there's strings attached and things you have to do and so we're looking at hiring statisticians and mental health counselors and parents are checking out and not doing their job and uh. schools become a babysitter right and and i think the majority of parents treat it that way if their kid fails an exam they blame they blame the teacher and that i was always told my kids don't worry about what grade you get on exam an exam is just letting me know how you're doing right in the in the class yes it's good to get good grades and you, you need to work hard to get those but it, you know if, if you get a bad grade on exam it's it that's just an indicator to me and the teacher that you, you need some help mm, yeah that's true so anyway i we got a little sideways there but um that was my day-to-day -day, and that's kind of why i'm a little frustrated but i'm not giving up i i'll i'll <laughs> put the saddle on the horse tomorrow and put my spurs on and go back at it, I guess. Yeah. You're going to have to come to the show a little bit more cheery. I, I, this is probably one of our more depressing shows today. Thanks. Thanks for bringing us all down today. Well, I'm giving 110%. <laughs> I'm doing my part. Is that it? Is this your 110%? Uh, no, I just, you know, I'm, this is real. I think that's, that could be one of our yeah. names. Dave and Woody real. This is real. Real time with Dave and Woody. Well, that's yeah. been taken, hasn't it? No, it's just, it's just, you know, I can't, I, I am who I am. I, I'm an open book. Let's come up with a couple of metaphors, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not struggling today, but I am a little, um, kind of beat up, kind of, you know, scarred a little bit today. Well, how long was practice? Practice was easy. Uh, two hours, hour and a half. It rained. And what, what exactly do you coach? Which position are you? Kickers. Are you a position coach? Huh? Kickers. 
kickers. <laughs> guard. Remember that joke? I play guard, guard the water bucket. Just tight in at the end of the bench. No. Yeah. Come on. Everyone asked me that. I'm 6'4", nearly 300 pounds. What the, what the hell do you think I coach? Well, nowadays, that's a quarterback. Um, <laughs> well, Offense, I, I, the, the fat guys, offensive linemen. Well, I, I understand that, but you also have a football knowledge that extends beyond the line of scrimmage, I would assume. Not really. And you could. <laughs> no, okay. Well, I gave you a little bit too much credit. No, I, I do. I do. I just, I choose not to. I, I call myself a tackle whisperer. It's kind of a joke, but. So just you... the offensive line? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Um, I, I'm involved in this you know, this is a, these are kids, 13, 14 years old. So I'm involved. The head coach is the, is the OC, the offensive coordinator. Then we got a, a guy, my counterparts, a defensive coordinator. I'm just a O-line coach, but that includes uh, H-backs, tight ends. That's pretty much it. T- tackle to tackle, tight ends and H-backs. They, H- all the blocking positions. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I, all I know is you can't jump off sides, can't hold, can't clip, can't scissor. You know, I always say can't what? leg whip. You can't. No, that's a different story. You can't leg whip. <laughs> I just say, whoa, what's going on? No scissoring on the line there, buddy. That's that's a whole other episode. That's way out of line. That's a 15-yard penalty, buddy. <laughs> and loss of first team. down. <laughs> Oh, now you got me. I forget what well, I was going to say. A thorough review of the video. Yeah, we're going to. No, I always think as a, as a head coach, uh, I've <laughs> often, I think they need to reformulate who the head coach is. I think it's time the NFL reformulate who, 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 what a head coach's role is. I think they need to go back to the Tom Landry days where that he was more of a team he ran the team. He didn't run the offense and defense and, you mm-hmm. know, and, the, and everything and everything on the field. He was just more of an orchestrator. Right. Well, each, and, each team has its own in, in the league anyway, from my understanding, um, it's personalities, you know, you could have a, a GM front office kind of head coach, or you could have a X's and O's kind of head coach. But they want you to be everything these days. A great interview, a great, you know, a leader, a this, a that. And it's just too much. I'm not these a Jaguar. Are... I'm not a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, but the this guy Peterson, I think he's our head coach yeah. now. I From think Eagles, he's a, yeah. I think he's an X and O kind of coach, but he's a um you got he, you know, it's a CEO kind of it's that kind of job where you're the face too. You gotta be able to talk to people and and be a front office guy, but he's more of an X and O kind of guy. I think, um, they did pretty well last year. Yeah. I think they got a shot at maybe piecing something together. That's what everybody says about every team, every off season. It's not easy uh, at that level because the, the free agency is screwed up. There's no more dynasties. No, you know, so you don't have the San Francisco or the Cowboys or Pittsburgh. The Rams, because you can't build a team. Now you say that. Well, what about New England? Well, that's New England's kind of a special. They found a way to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? In this day and age. Well, they had and Tom it, Brady too. I'm not a right. Tom Brady fan, but either am I. He's kind of the the glue that put it. And and that coach is uh, 
what's his name? Belichick is Belichick. Belichick. He's a nut. I mean, he's um he's an X and O guy, but he's I don't know. I, I don't really keep up with the NFL anymore since they started wearing pink socks. So I don't do that anymore. But um Do you watch any sports, by the way? No, I want you coach at, so I coached at the high school level, which is really like college now. Um, small college. Um yeah, I just you watch film, a lot of film. That's the last thing I want to do is watch. I don't watch the pros. I have this thing about the pros. When I was a kid, those guys were my heroes. You know, the Jack Lamberts, the Randy Whites, the Mean Joe Greens, all those guys were heroes. But now I'm old enough where my son, if I had one, could play and retire. You know, he could be 35 years old. And so it just, eh. we just had two kids that I coached go get drafted. Um, and they weren't in middle school, no high school. So two kids from the high school that I coached at one, one, he, he, he left his sophomore year, went to a high school in Ocala, went to, uh, university of Alabama, Birmingham and got drafted by the Vikings. Um, called him Debo, uh, running tailback. And then we had a kid named, um, Sminda who played at wake forest. You probably heard of him. Wake forest, number five um linebacker he played at Fleming Island went to played four years right out the starting freshman over at Wake Forest he just got drafted by the Rams so there's three of them now have come from our high school that I coached at but I only know two of them that's pretty cool but I mean those kids were I I look at those guys and go they're kids you know but they're they're in the league making at the minimum half million a year uh, I think the minimum's about seven hundred or eight hundred. Is it that high now? Yeah. yeah, that's impressive. But I get it. I mean, they got a ten-year career at best. You know, probably most two and a half, three years. You know, when I was in in the advisory role in financial services, I I really there's a route you can take to be, you have to get an agent's license to become an agent. Yeah. And I was trying to, I was, I took about a six month cycle where I was like, you know, I really want to do this, not for the money per se, but I want to get to these guys before all the idiots get to them and take all their money. The agents. Yeah. Yeah. And the problem is at least what I discovered is the guys who get them signed and get them the big money. Then there's this, there's this loyalty factor where they pull and say, Hey, look, if it wasn't for us, you know, you'd be nobody. So you need to do all your business with us. And then they're stuck. You know, if those guys, some of those guys, I guess are good. They find some good sound advice, but those guys usually got other things for them to do. And it's just, you know, everyone's got their hand out, taking their money from them. Well, yeah. And I think most, most kids, as I would have done, um, you, you don't drop your friends, right? And if your friends don't have any talent, you're the you're the the purse right to their fun going forward and i think that's why a lot of them get in trouble right you know well you're at at the at the field practicing and working real hard they're all sitting around thinking of what they can do that night you know and uh, i always tell by i always tell people you know ah, people how can he throw away all that money i'm like listen and you gave me half a million dollars and all my friends at 20 years old um I would have done something stupid. I mean, I did something stupid with no money, uh, let alone having money. 
So yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. This tough. It's I don't tough. think it's right, but I get it. It's backwards. All right. Well, I think we turned in to be a pretty good show there toward the end. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm every sorry. week I think, oh, this is the this is wasn't a good show, but I listen back and I'm mildly entertained. You know? Yeah, I think the um, I just wonder about the person. Assuming assuming we keep going, this is episode number ten. The the network has given us sixteen weeks. Of course, we've got an we've got an out in our contract. Thankful thanks to you, Woody, put that in there for us, so that if we want to extend it, we can. <laughs> oh, I thought you said it was an out. It was a well, it was it's, an in. It's an, it's an out in and in. An in and an outie. Uh, I think the first threshold was we got to get to fifty cents, and then you know, the sky's <laughs> and see the where life takes us. <laughs> yeah, uh, talking about getting. They your always money said early. the first fifty. Yeah, the first fifty cents is the hardest in podcasting. That's what they say. Anyway, right. um, I don't know where I was going with this, but I I was wondering. Whom you know, I'm always in the market business and the marketing business. I'm always trying to understand who my customer is and I want to know who my customer is. And so, um, are you familiar with this stuff? Let me wrap this up real quick. Are you familiar with this stuff on YouTube? I can never remember it, but it's S S R. It's people that listen to like people, uh, chiropractors, SMRS. SMRS, it's really going to talk like this. What's it called? Are you talking about that? Yeah, where they there some people crunching ice and stuff. Yeah, yeah, or, SMR, I think it's SMRS. Or yeah, no, they make this quiet sounds. Well, yeah. but that but it it covers a vast category because I notice on other YouTube videos they'll they'll label themselves that way. So like people that do chiropractic and people that pop zits, all that kind of stuff falls up underneath that. And so I often wonder who might be our avatar, who might be the person who stumbles across us and says, "Hey." I enjoy this. You know, these guys are quirky. They're kind of odd. They're, they're, you know, but I'm really enjoying this. Who is that person? Are they incarcerated? I guess that's the first question. Are they in jail? Or... <laughs> well, hey, if they if they're listening, they're listening. I, you know, I'll take any listener I can get. Uh, you may have stumbled on something there, Dave, because the, the first thought I have is. And they don't have, we were talking about this. I forget who I was talking about this with, you know, the old corner bar, the cheers of the yeah, world, right? They, yeah. they're just, they don't exist anymore. And to me, that's kind of what this is. It's just some guy sitting around talking nonsense. That's to some degree. Shop. That's where I buy cigars. Well, you said they're all old men there though, right? Well, I don't know. I'm 60 in September. So yeah, I'm you're, pretty close. you're creeping up on that age. H that, uh, I haven't told you about my prostate, but we're okay on that. So, oh, you, I forgot that. Well, I, I had my uh, yearly uh, physical today. And so, as a 50 plus year old, part of that is your prostate exam. And sure. um, uh, so, enjoyable? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, real enjoyable. But no, did, the did doctor told it? me, what's that? Did he tug on it? <laughs> I passed. Um, the funny thing is, though, he, he likes to do it every every um, six months. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, he was. He goes. I've been seeing this guy for twenty something years, so he knows. So my, you're in a relationship. Yeah, me and him are pretty tight. I, you know, his fingers been up my my rear quite a All few right. times now. That's the part um, we can have this banter without going to the digit reveal. But go ahead. 
<laughs> Why? I think it's an important part of it because it, it plays everybody into understands what we're talking about. Well, of course they our, understand what we're talking our listener, about. Our listener is a lowbrow. Is that what you're saying? Okay, go yes, ahead. Yes, exactly. So the doctor's, he, he's like, you know, we're getting, he goes, hey, your favorite part or whatever, you know, you joke around and lessen the, you know, the whole uncomfortableness of it all. And he goes, I got to tell you, he goes, I thought in my 35 years of being a doctor, I had seen and heard it all. But he goes, he goes the other day, uh, and he said it more direct that i'm about to say he goes i'm sitting here and i got my finger in this guy's rear and my apple watch goes off and it automatically answers and it's my wife on, the, on my watch going hey dear <laughs> i'm kind of busy right now i'm up to my elbows exactly. work <laughs> and, 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 and the guy goes moon really yeah right exactly <laughs> hey, Doc, so time I, I said, I told him about our podcast. I said, you need, he goes, all the stories I could tell. I said, hey, man, I got a podcast. Uh, you're, you're welcome anytime you want to come on and tell your stories. I'm sure it's all sorts of HIPAA violations. Well, he could probably that. start a YouTube channel and do really well. Well, that's what he was he was indicating. He goes, I should sell it to Netflix or something. I said, well, you know, hey, bring it on the, the, our podcast. We'll, we'll give guess, you an audience. I guess we live in such odd times. People need relief. You know, I smoke cigars and sit out and watch these things on YouTube. and you know you watch nascar and and drink you know copious amounts of booze i don't know <laughs> um yeah we should I drink to forget yeah so <laughs> i don't know i i just i wonder about that kind of stuff you know, that sometimes crosses my mind who might be our listener and, and are we exceeding their expectations or just barely getting by i don't know i hope hey listen good. if you want some passive conversation that's mildly entertaining i, I think you, you found the place i do think we need to expand into maybe bringing on a guest every once in a while we need an email address so people can send us questions and or comments that okay. we can I'll answer get on that. i'll get on you know i got a lot of stuff going on but i'll get on that this week i'll do that this yeah week. i think i'm a little you're only up to you have four things out of fifth. no i'm i'm five now I'm, I'm a little hesitant about the guest right away because, as you know, it's taken us some time to get used to the uh, the dance, shall we say? Yes. Um, but anyway, all right. Let's wrap up here because I'm trying to make my mind up. Do I want a cigar? See, that's my mm. drinking. Where I used to say I need a drink. Maybe I, I got. I'm going to self evaluate that and make sure that I'm not having a cigar to fill that void. You know what I mean? The Maybe you should just stick to drinking. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's good advice. I'm glad we could help you tonight, Dave. <laughs> All right, wrap this thing up before All we right. go on to something else. I'm Dave. I'm Woody. And we'll catch you next time. Oh, this is, uh, what are we calling this thing? We can, we help. can help. We can this help. This week, at least. Yeah. All right, we'll see you next week. Later.